Welcome to After the Fact, a Knowing Faith mini-episode where we look to take a big question and address it in just a few minutes. Our After the Fact episodes this season are brought to you by our season sponsor, Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. I love Midwestern's motto, for the church, that resonates so deeply with the goal of knowing faith to see a theological movement that is from and for the church. Joining us today is Dr. Jason Allen. Dr. Allen is the president of Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. In addition to his role as president, he also serves as a professor for preaching and pastoral ministry. He is the author of a number of books, including uh, most recently, Turnaround, the remarkable story of an institutional transformation, the 10 principles and practices that made it happen. He regularly posts essays on his website, jasonkallen.com. He hosts a weekly podcast called Preaching and Preachers. Dr. Allen, welcome to After the Fact. Thanks for joining us. Kyle, delighted to be with you. I appreciate the Doing Faith podcast, and uh, I'm delighted to join you for this conversation on After the Fact. As a footnote, my wife is a regular listener, and so she saw this on my calendar and said, oh, Jason, that's great. I'm so glad you're on it, et cetera, et cetera. And I said, well, hey, I better treat this seriously. Better, uh, better <laughs> sit up right for Kyle and the gang. Well, thank you, Miss Allen, for your encouragement. I, like I told you before we jumped on here, I can't tell you how excited we are uh, to partner with Midwestern this season. The faculty you guys are assembling over there is just remarkable. So I am excited. I'm as excited as you are. I concur. Uh, here's the question. This season, we're talking about the doctrine of God. How does a big view of God shape the way that we preach and teach God's word? Look, I love the question because I have a big view of God, a high view of God, and I love to preach and teach the word of God. And as I preach and teach the word of God, I seek to preach and teach a high view of God. Mm-hmm. Literally last week after I preached, someone greeted me after the service and said to me, one of the things I love about your preaching is you always manage to preach a high view of God in your sermon. And they may have meant that as a throw, throwaway compliment, but to me, I thought, oh my goodness, like my life now counts. I'm actually coming through the pulpit with what I'm seeking to do, heralding the Lord Jesus Christ, God the Father, God the Spirit, from my preaching week in and week out. I believe for preachers, when we preach in the pulpit, over time, our true convictions really come through. So in other words, if a preacher says, I believe in the inerrancy of Scripture, the sufficiency of Scripture, the authority of Scripture, but they don't preach with a high view of Scripture and preach the text, and over time, their preaching actually undermines those previous truth claims. Similarly, the preachers who have a high view of God, over time, that comes through in the pulpit, and those who say they have a high view of God, Kyle, but actually have a low view of God, over time, that will come through as well. I believe it's important for preachers to intentionally herald a high view of God, first and foremost, because the Bible itself presents to us a God who is sovereign, Mm -hmm. who rules and reigns over all, from Genesis to Revelation, from eternity past to eternity future, from before we were born till after we are gone, God rules and reigns over all. So it's a theological principle that should also become a, a homiletical practice. But pastorally speaking, I believe it's malfeasance not to do that, because what our people need week in and week out is a high view of God. Yeah, people in the pew, and they may not even realize they, they need that. People in Sunday school mm-hmm. classes and Bible studies who may not even realize they need that for their spiritual lives, for, for, their, for their spiritual lives. But they truly do. They may think they need a sermon on how to tweak their marriage or a sermon on how to have a better attitude at work or what have you. But they actually need sermons with depth that point them to the true and real 
living God. You know, I have found out over the years in pastoral ministry and in my own life as a Christian, not just as a leader, but, but as a Christian, that as I have a high view of God, I tend to have smaller problems. Mm-hmm. But in times in my life when I've had a, a lower, smaller view of God, that's tended to elevate my problems. Yeah. Because a low view of God, a God who is weak or distracted or, or kind of sort of sovereign, is a God who's not really active and engaged and superintending all of our life, including our trials. A God who is altogether sovereign, who is in control, who is engaged, who is preoccupied with not just this galaxy or this planet, but even with my life, is a God who indeed is over all of my trials, over all of my problems. And thus it contextualizes my challenges. And I see God is good, he's sovereign, and he is over all of these things. That same principle carries through in our preaching and teaching in the pew. We need our people to have a similar perspective. No, that is rich. And as somebody who's been uh, all day today doing sermon prep, this is exactly the afternoon motivation I needed uh, when I get off this call to keep it going. Let me ask you this question. Uh, Let me put you on the spot here. If you were going to pick one text that you just know, that's the text I can go yard with, so to speak, in preaching a big view of God. I I invite you to my church. I say, Dr. Allen, I want you to preach a big God. You can pick any text in the Bible. Where are you going? Where are you going this Sunday if I invited you to do that? Yeah, that's a great question. And in this moment, there are a lot of passages that are screaming at me, preach me. Mm. But if I were taking that in direction relating to the personal uh, Christian life and conversion and salvation, I would probably go to Romans 8, where we see that great golden chain of, of salvation and God's work from eternity past, uh, preemptively in our lives of calling and conviction, and, and through justification, sanctification, looking forward to the future for glorification. So I would probably bring that text to bear. If it weren't uh, specifically around the Christian life and conversion, I, I would probably go to one of the Psalms that just extols, you know, a high God who rules and reigns over all. And um, again, that's what our people need. That's what our people even want, even if they don't perceive they need it or want it. And that is the God that the scriptures present to us. And thus as preachers and teachers of the word, that is the God that we need to present to our people. I love that. Dr. Allen, thanks for making time for us. Hey, thank you, Kyle. Knowing Faith, I appreciate it, and I'm honored to join you here on After the Fact. Thank you. After the Fact is brought to you by Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. Are you ready to take your next step in theological training? Consider Midwestern Seminary and how their For the Church vision can equip you through formal theological education. Learn more about how to get started at mbts.edu slash knowingfaith. Again, that's mbts.edu slash knowingfaith.